you are listening to Confession of an Esthetician, and my name is Kadeen Vedette Barricade. I am the owner of Vedette Beauty and Skincare, located in Brooklyn, New York. I am so excited to have you here with me. This podcast is all about entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and the ugly, my life being an esthetician, a wife, mother of two, God being my CEO, and of course, everything skin. So thank you for joining me today. Hey, 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 it's Kadeen, your host, and I am so excited to be talking with you guys today. I have so much to share with you guys. As you guys already know, if you follow us on social media, and if you listen to our previous episode, we have officially announced that we are expanding. So I am super excited about that. There's so many questions that I have been receiving, and there's some things that I do want to talk about. Um, one thing for sure, I share that I have been in business for 10 plus years. I have been looking for a place for four years. I know you guys are like asking and wondering why it took me so long, four years. Let me tell you something. When when you are huh, walking by faith and trying to do everything the right way and not rushing what God has planned for you, you know, it takes some time. And I wanted to make sure that I have divine confirmation in, you know, this whole process. And that's how I am, honestly, with everything in my life. Like, I pray about it, I fast, and I just wait. I wait. I try to be very sensitive to God's voice, whether he's talking to me through someone, you know, even just me reading something. Like, I always try to find confirmation in a lot of things like that, and including dreams, right? So, I've been looking for four years, and I'm going to tell you something. It's been very, very discouraging the last four years because... I, I found so many places that I signed least on, <laughs> that I went to the place numerous times with my architect, my family, my husband, my my um my realtor. Like there was a few places that like I thought was going to be the spot, right? And when I was looking for a location, I I'm in Flatbush, Brooklyn now, and I always wanted to be in Flatbush. I was born and raised in Flatbush, Brooklyn. <laughs> And when I started my business, we didn't have services that I offer. We we didn't have services for skincare of color. We didn't have like eyelash extension because back then this was all luxury, right? So I just knew that when I opened my business, it had to be in my community because we needed that. We, you know what I'm saying? Like we shouldn't have to go to other communities or other neighborhoods or um, Manhattan just to get these type of services. Like we deserve this in our community. So that's that's one thing. I always knew I wanted to be in my, in my neighborhood. So when I was looking for location, I always was looking in other areas because I'm like, you know, for the past 10 years I've been here, I, you know, I was the only one. And now for the last, um, I would say three, four years, like it's kind of like a lot of us now in this area. And 
a lot of when I say us, I mean a lot of people offering the the services that I offer like in the same area. So I just knew that if I was going to expand, it needed to be in another neighborhood like Crown Heights, Bed-Stuy, Park Slope, downtown. Like those are the areas that I've been looking for for years. I never, ever looked in my area because I'm like, I'm already here. I already established my name in my community and there's so many other businesses in the area too. So why, why not like branch out in other areas? So that, so that was the thing. I was always looking at those areas. And I found places in every area. I found a place in downtown Brooklyn. Love the place. What turned me off about this particular place is that this woman wanted $20,000 in, um, in taxes, right? Because when you're in business, you have to pay um, property tax. I think property tax. Whatever taxes it is, you have to pay for that, right? So I was like, she's bugging $20,000 a year on top of her price that she wants. It was a great location, downtown Brooklyn, a few blocks away from Barclay. And I was disappointed because I wanted it, didn't take it because that was crazy. Bed-Stuy, I found a spot in Bed-Stuy. And so funny was the place was right next to my cousin restaurant. My cousin restaurant is El Jefe. And I was like, oh, this is so cool to be right next door. What turned me off about this location is the location was super busy if you know um, um fulton if i think it's fulton or nordstrand whatever block that is it fulton i think it's fulton yes fulton it was on fulton so you if you know brooklyn you know that area very very busy a lot of traffic but the parking was horrific right but i was like you know what this is a busy area i don't care like people would find you know find their way there you know whatever the case may be right so what turned me off about this location is that the lease specified, and I thought this was really strange because I'm like, when when you know when there's a lease, they put the most important things on the lease, right? And what was on the lease was the tenant is responsible for um, an exterminator, and I thought that was pretty strange. I was like, why? Like, why would that be on the lease? You know. So I thought about it some more and I'm like, you know, it is in between two restaurants. I, this plot, this location, um, my this was like the last location before I found my spot. So when I saw that, I had already got the lease, involved my lawyers and everything. And when she specified that, I said, wait up. I don't like rodents. I don't like roaches. I don't like none of those things. Why is that on the lease? So that was a red, red flag for me. I... I told them I didn't want the space. I'm, I'm sorry, waste your guys, time, you know, waste you guys time, but I'm not, I'm not going to take the space. And they were like, "Well, you're not gonna get your deposit back." I said, "All right, whatever the case may be, I'm not taking this place because I don't want to be responsible for rodents or whatever or any other creatures, right? Not saying that it won't happen any other place, but the fact that you put it on the lease just shows me that there's an issue there." The next location was during the pandemic, like right after the lockdown, I found another location. And this location was on, um, in Flatbush also. Um, this space didn't work out for me because after I got the lease, I contact my attorney and she read over the lease and she says, Kazeen, this place is a community space. What community space mean is it needs to be like a daycare, a school, a doctor's office, a, a you know, but a community, not a private business. But the 
the landlord and everything were just like, oh, you're, you're in a gray zone because your business is technically like a medical spa. It can work. And I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'm going to have a nurse. I'm going to have, you know, all these things. So maybe it will work. But then my attorney was like, no, because if they come now to shut you down, to check on this space and shut you down because they realize it is not a medical office. I mean, sorry, not yeah, not a medical office indeed. Then you would be you would get shut down and the lease says that I will walk away and lose all my money. This place needed a build out. So she was like, you don't want to spend no money into this space and lose out if, God forbid, like they, they shut you down. So she was like, I will, she said, I want to talk to you and your husband because you, I need to really talk to you guys to let you know that you cannot take this space. And that's why I love this woman so much because she had my best interest, right? That's why it's so important to have an attorney. So that was that. So that was just a few places that I, that, oh, and then I had another location that I was so excited about. And this was in Crown Heights. This place was like three storefronts, but when the gates are up, it's one big space. But on the, so it took up, it took up more than half of the block. So I was like, oh, this spot is like it, like this is the spot. And it was right across the street from a very, very popular bar, whatever. This place, they were so greedy. This place was so run down, so disgusting. Like, it, this place was so nasty. When I brought my, and it was so disgusting. That, and then on top of it, they asked them for so much money. So not only do you have to pay this expensive rent, but you have to literally, like, redo this whole place to make it to, I had to demolish the whole place pretty much. Demolish the whole space to get it to where I want it to be, to get in there to actually um, design this space for what I need it for. Like, it was crazy, but I was so stuck on, oh my gosh, such a great location, blah, 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 blah. Take up the whole block. Nobody can't miss that. Like, you know, I was stuck on that. And they were so greedy. Like, they were telling me they wanted all this money on close. They wanted, mm, I'm not even gonna say, they wanted so much money for this place. And when I brought my contractors, my architect, everyone, they were telling me like this place was gonna cost me so much money and they was like it's not even worth it because you spending money to build their space up and then be able to do what you need to do in there like they were like no so i was so disappointed with that so all that to say is that these are the reasons why it took me four years to find a location and i've been dealing with the same realtor all this time and after a while, I feel like he was getting a little frustrated with me, especially whenever the last few times when I went forward, put my deposit, got the lease, involved the lawyers, and I'm like, no, sorry, I'm going to back out, right? So I think it's a little frustrated. So when I found this location that I'm going to be at now, it wasn't even, I seen the space, you know, and I was like, it's in Flatbush. I'm not even looking at it. Like, I'm not looking nowhere in Flatbush. My mom was the one who was like, listen, there's a spot on Flatbush. It's brand new, nice space, all that. She went ahead and contacted the realtor. And I was so surprised because she usually don't do that. She don't really get involved with anything with, with this, with me searching. She don't even go look at space with me until I'm like, Ma, I signed, I, you know, I got the lease. I'm really interested in the spot. And she'll come with me. But she ended up calling them. They wanted like a ridiculous amount of money and whatever case may be. 
And then she was like, Kadeen, just call them. I called. Why happened to be my same realtor, the same company. <laughs> it was so funny. And when I called him, he said, Kadeen, this is not in your budget. Like, whatever we discussed, this is not in your budget. And I was like, I know, but let me just still look at it. Let me just still look. So at this point, he's, done, he's so done with me. He's not even about to. He didn't even come to the space with me. He said, I'm going to send somebody else. I said, what? He never done that before. Like, he comes to all the locations with me. He was like, I'm not even, I'm not even going to be bothered. So he sent someone else. The guy walked me through the space. And I was like, okay, I like this space. So now I called my realtor, the one I've been dealing with, the one that didn't want to come with me. I said, I like this space. Is there something they can work out with me, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, this is what they want. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, let's not waste nobody's time. <laughs> and I was like... I want this place. And he was just like, this is what they want. Either you take it or you or you just walk away. Like, so then I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. So I'm not gonna lie, guys. Like, I and I'm a really strong, tough person, but I cry. Like, I'm so emotional. So I'm in the house and I'm crying. And I was like telling my husband, like, I don't know why nothing is happening for me. Why? Like, does God not want me to, like, expand? Why is it that he keep doing this to me? Like, why he keep doing He's closing all these doors. He's not making this transition. He's not doing He's not making this easy. Like, does he not want me to expand? Does he want me to be, like, doing what I'm doing right now and not grow my business? Like, what is it that God wants for me? Like, how can he plant this this passion so deeply in me and this vision that I have, but he's not allowing me to like grow this. Like I, I just couldn't understand. So I'm crying in the house. I'm like, why is nothing not working out for me? Why do they want so much money? I don't want to do this. So I'm crying. My husband was like, you sure? Like, let, like, let's really think about this. Let's think about this. So we thinking, we thinking. And I said, you know what? I can't keep walking in fear. If this is what they want, to offer this this is how much they want for this space i am willing to give myself a chance like that's it he said you sure i said i'm sure because i can't keep running away i can't keep walking in fear i can't keep i just can't you know what i'm saying so i said i'm going to give myself a chance and i'm going to take this spot and he was like all right i contact my realtor and i said i love this space I am taking it. <laughs> he was like, are you serious? I'm like, yes. Let me tell you, my realtor was so excited about this that he came down to the space with me. <laughs> he came dressed up and he was like, Kazine, this is, for all my years in business and, you know, being in real estate, he was like, this is the most exciting deal of my life because let me tell you guys, like it was, it was years. Like, like he got to the point where he was just like, listen, one day I'll find something from you, but you have to give and take. Either you're going to get a nice location or you're going to get a, a nice size space. But you can't, uh, no, and um, affordable. He said, but you can't get two. You're not going to expect to get a nice size, a nice size location with, um, in a, in a, uh, a nicer location and pay, you know, and, you know, and the rent is cheap. Like you can't, like you have to really figure out what you really, what matters to you. So, he was super excited. I was excited. And um, all I had to say was that when God keep closing doors, like you have to really appreciate that and really take heed to it. Because let me tell you something. 
If I was to have taken those other locations that I was like, you know, that I was interested in the past, I'm going to tell you right now, now guys, that I would have been so screwed. I was not ready financially. Like, I was not ready. I thought I was ready. I didn't know what I was getting into. And God was just protecting me that whole time. He was protecting me. And the moment that I decided to take this space, I'm telling you, like, God just sent everyone to me. He let me. He sent so much people my way. Everything was so, so perfect, right? And the reason why I say that is because I've heard so many crazy stories about contractors. And that was my biggest fear. I was like, I don't want to get into a, a situation where I have to get contractors to build out my space. Like I'm, I have been that person that, that said I would never do something like that, and I end up doing exactly what I said I never would do. Right? I said I would never get a split up place and 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 you know invest so much money into someone's space, and that I don't own. FYI, if you guys thought I bought it, I didn't buy it. I'm renting. But in any event, I was like I would never invest in someone's space and not own it. So. I I think for me what what like what was smart that I did and what was important is that and what I want to share to anyone else that's an entrepreneur looking to expand or whatever the case may be make sure that when you are looking for a space that you make sure that you have your architect with you you have your architect with you and you have an attorney the reason why I say that is because there's so many storefronts and retail space that have so many um, violations and the landlords don't tell you that. So you go into a situation, they show you a space, you love it, and then you go now sign the lease, and now you are responsible for all those violations. You either have to like bring everything up to date or fix it, or fix whatever it is, or leave, right? And you don't want to be in a situation that like that. So for me, every time I found the location, I brought my architect with me, and then she did the research, she got the address, and she did all her research, you know, to find out about the building or the space or whatever. The second thing I would say is that you make sure you have your attorney. Make sure you have your attorney read over your your lease. You want to make sure that someone review your lease in detail because there are things on the lease that you'll be like, you won't even understand the language. Like, and you, I, I know people that sign lease without involving an attorney. Everything does cost money. Okay, I'm not even going to lie. Having an architect um, is, is pricey. Having an attorney is pricey because my, my attorney um, charges for everything. Even a conversation on the phone, I'm getting charged. But it's very important because it will save you so much headache. Another thing is you have your contractors. Bring your contractors with you because the worst thing is to sign a lease on a space. And then now you're looking for contractors and now you're bringing your contract after the fact and now they're telling quoting you all these stuff because you like you thinking all you gotta do is put up walls or all you gotta do is put up um sinks i don't know whatever and then when they comment they're like well you gotta do this you gotta do that you and then they start telling you all the things that needs to be done in, in this space and now you're screwed because it's like that you didn't sign the lease so for me I, ha I always went with my contractor, my turn. No, not my turn. I didn't go with her, but she had, you know, she reviewed everything. I always went to all the spaces that I was looking at with my contractor and my architect. Always. And they saved me so much headache. I'm telling you guys, it's so crazy. And the thing is, is that you don't know what you're getting into because this is not an area that you're like you know savvy in. well i can talk for myself i'm not savvy in this area so i need the help but all that to say is that 
I, I did not rush anything. I went at my own pace. I didn't look at what someone else was doing. I didn't look at what my friend did. I didn't, nothing. I did get some, I sometimes did kind of get, you know, discouraged because it's like, dang, I've seen people open up business in less than a year and like, boom, they're doing so well. And I'm like, dang, you know, I'm still at my space and I'm like, I want to grow. Why is it that everyone is, you know, growing and I'm like, this is what I want and it's not happening. But let me, it, God was protecting me. He was preparing me all this time. He was preparing me because if I had went off my own strength and what I wanted to do, it, I would have failed. I would have failed a hundred percent. I would have been screwed. I would have been in mm, financially. I would have been so, so messed up. I would have went into, into my situations by myself i have an amazing team now but everything takes time and during those last four years i was building a team and still growing my team so you know god was preparing me leading the right people in my life just everything so when i look back now i'm like wow god like wow like you're like amazing you are amazing sometimes we don't see it until after the fact so during that times all those times i was just like why is he doing this and then it was embarrassing because I would, you know, tell my clients, like, oh, I found the location. And then they come back and they'll be like, oh, what's going on with the location? Oh, I didn't take it. So just imagine that. <laughs> I'm always telling someone I found the location. And then I'm like, yeah, it didn't work out. It was kind of like a little embarrassing. But what I used to tell everybody is not God's timing. And everybody respected that. Like, when the time is right, God is going to send the right people to me. He's going to allow he's gonna show me the right space and i just i just i really really believe that i really really believe that so um yeah and now as far as the loans i've been getting a lot of questions about loans i didn't take out a loan or a business loan never i mean i never take out a business i never took it out a business loan and i never i did not take out a business loan for this space um was it by choice no and i'm gonna be honest so one of the main reasons why I didn't take out business loan, number one is during um, the pandemic, right? Uh, during the lockdown, I had my 2020 um, tax papers, right? And I haven't seen those tax papers since, right? So now I need my tax papers to file, you know, file for loans and they're asking for 2019 tax return and 2020. And I couldn't find my 2020 tax return. So I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't apply for anything. So that was number one. And number two is when I went, and then I kept I kept calling my accountant like, hey, like I need, oh, I forgot guys. Every time I found a space, I contact my, my um, accountant. So the three people that I involved, four, including my lawyer, right? So the three people, the four people is my lawyer, my accountant my architect and my contractor four people in total that i always included when i found the space to make make a decision okay going back to the story now so i'm calling my accountant i'm like listen like i really need my tax paper i really want to apply for some loan and um but i can't find my tax attorney he was just like well i'm out of time i don't know when i'm coming back but those papers are so important you should have that in a safe place so you need to go find that like that's how he speaks to me like <laughs> you need to go um find that and i was just like so i'm waiting i'm like weeks go by and i'm like dad he's still not back i need these papers so 
That's why I wasn't able to get a loan. Now, when he did come back, when he did return now from wherever he was at, he gave me my tax papers, right? So now I'm trying to file for tax for my loan. And guess what the issue is now? I had changed my business from LLC to S Corp. So because <laughs> I changed it to S Corp now, all of my business credit history for that for the business, it shows that I am a new business, that I've been in business for less than two years because I changed my business to S Corp, which means that I closed all my accounts, all my credit cards under the LLC and open up all new credit cards, new bank account, everything was under the S Corp. So when the banks was asking for my information, they were telling me that I didn't have enough um, business credit and that it shows that I've been in business for less than two years. When I tell you, I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. But thank you, God, that I had the capital but I didn't want to use my capital. I wanted like a cushion, but still have some, you know, I just, I, I just want to be, I want to play safe. But you know what kept me sane? I was like, you know what? I was like, God, if you want me to do this and you know, I want this so bad and I've been working so hard to get to this point to expand and so forth. I said, God, if, and this is me talking to God. I'm like, if you want me to have this, God, you have to provide. Like, I don't, like, God, like, <laughs> you have to provide. Send the right people. Send, just, God, like, you have to, you have to do something. And I pretty much gave it to God. And when I tell you everything, let me, hmm, everything has been going so smooth. I was able to pay my contractors. I've been, I've been able to, to pay for everything without getting a loan and still have my business and still run my, like, it's unbelievable. So when people say they don't believe in God and they don't believe in these, oh, I'm just like, how can you not believe in God? Like, it's so it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. And there were certain things that, um, like for example, my floor, my floor, the floors that I want is not was not in budget at all. It was not in budget. But I'm like, listen, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna go all out, and I want the best. Like I, you know, what I'm saying. So I told my um, contract like this is the floors that I want he's like that's not in budget let me find someone that can do it so we waited like a whole week so we can find someone he found like three people we agreed on one person and the guy told me his price and I was like yikes I wasn't expecting to pay that amount right so and so now my contract was like hey you know you said you want the floors he's ready to start right away he needs a 50% deposits. I'm like, oh my God, like you guys are like sucking me dry now. Like everywhere I looked, I was paying money somewhere, somehow. It was, it was a little overwhelming when it came to the money situation because I'm like, dag, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I prayed and I said, God, I don't know who's going to send me money or where this money coming from, but God, you have to find a way. Because you know how people say these these type of prayers and all of a sudden they get like a, a check here or, or money from this person and somebody just like was generous and gave, this all, gave them all this money. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to say the prayers that people say that they say. So I was like, God, you're going to have to provide somehow, please, God. I don't know who's going to bless me, but God, I'm leaving it on you now, right? Oh my God. If you guys, I wish you guys was there to witness this. Why the next day, 
my contractor was like, hey, he's ready for his money. He really wants to start by this week. I said, all right, all right, give me a moment, give me a moment. I'm gonna get back to you. Because I was just trying, I'm still trying to hold on to my capital. I'm wanting like, you know, I'm just like, let me just hold on to my money. <laughs> and I said, all right, I'm going, like, I was planning on giving the deposit, but I was just, I don't know, I was just like, wait, you know, just give me a moment, let me think about this. And my mom calls me and she goes, Kadeen, you have a check from IRS. And she told me the amount, I swear to everything, guys, why the check was the amount that I was supposed to pay for my deposit for my floors. Now, you can't tell me that wasn't God. Like, yo, you cannot tell me. I said, are you serious? Are you serious, Ma? She goes, yeah. You know IRS don't give back money. IRS don't give back money. The fact that they owe me money it was unbelievable. And look at the timing that I received the money, like right on time. Like you guys gotta see me right now, I'm so animated. Like that money was available right on time. So I said, God, I don't need no more confirmation. You want me to do this. And you know what? I'm not gonna question it. I'm not gonna walk in fear. I'm not gonna doubt anything. I'm not gonna question. I'm not I but you know, naturally I'm nervous. I'm, you know, you know, natural feelings, right? Um I'm not worried though, but I'm like, you know, you know, just natural feelings that I, I'm experiencing. Um, because everything is a lot and you know, a lot meaning like a lot to um take in, not financially, but well, financially too, but it's just a lot and you know everything is going so fast now for you know in this whole situation that i'm you know with the bill and everything like that but i was just like wow like god like you really want me to do this and 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 you just telling me to don't don't have fear like i got you i got you i got you daughter i got you kadeen like don't worry so I know there's more um, about this story, this whole process, but I just want you guys to know that if you are in a situation that you have this desire, something that you want, and you don't know where and how and who, and you just don't know where you're gonna start, how you're gonna start, who's gonna help you, where, like you just don't know, I'm telling you, I need you to have faith. I need you to pray. I need you to leave, like give it to God. If, and ask, tell God, if this is what you want from me, I need you to guide me, show me, send the people to me. Make this make this situation so easy, so stress-free that I need you to really show up and, and, and show me that it's you. You know what I'm saying? That it's you, you know, like just, just divine confirmation. Like you want divine confirmation, period. So... All that to say <laughs> is that I'm walking in faith. God is the anchor of my business. He is my CEO. I always say that. And I'm trusting and believing. And he has great plans. And I just want to um, be that person that inspire others because I want people. And that's the thing. I'm sharing a lot of information on social media about this whole progress or process of this space. And I wasn't gonna share anything. I was just gonna be like, pal, hey guys, new location. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna do that. I wasn't going to announce anything. I was just gonna do my build out, all that, and open up and be like, new location at this spot, right? 
And um, one of my friends was like, Kadeen, you can't do that. Like, you can't just pop up be like, oh, we have a new location because your loyal client is going to be like, what's up? Like, you, we've been coming to you, we, you know, every two weeks, three weeks, and you didn't even mention this to us. It's like, you cannot do that. So I took her advice. Thank God I did because I want to share with everyone and young ladies, young girls, men. Like, I want to show you the truth behind being an entrepreneur in a business. People don't show you all of this. They show you the the finish, like the the business. They like they don't show you the process of everything. They don't tell you how they got their money to fund their business. They don't tell you these things. They don't say nothing like, oh, I, I'm a self-made boss. I like people don't tell you like, hey, I got I had I had a man that had money that's a scammer, you know, and he funded my business or um my my family is wealthy. Or I have silent investors, or I went to the bank and asked for a loan. Like people don't share that information. So all you see is somebody with this business, they show all their jewels and money and fly clothes, and you're like, wow, I want to do that too. Oh, she got all of that. All she do is hair, all she do is nails, all she do is makeup. Oh, and then now you go in innocent innocently i don't know if that's a word but you walk into a situation like i want to have my own business too and you try to mimic that and you're like damn this is hard how did they do that you know what i'm saying and you're doing everything right that you think you're supposed to be doing but but in reality they didn't tell you how they got there so now you in a situation now you're discouraged now you're sad now you're every emotions because you're like i wanted i wanted to start a business but why is it i'm not successful why is it so hard but because they ain't tell you that you gotta work long hours you gotta you know sometimes miss holidays um work early in the morning work for years like you know all of that like people don't tell you all the work that they've been through, all the disappointments that they've been through, all the money that they lost to start a business because you don't make money in the beginning, right? Let's be clear. I hate when people say like, oh, take this lash class or this brow class and you're going to make six figures in the first month. Nah, no, no, that's not true. It could be true. Let, let me not say no completely, but come on now. Come on. Like that's not, that's not reality. When you're starting a real a real official business, right? You don't make that money. You pretty like you're you don't make that money back. You don't see um profit until maybe a couple of years after that. All right. With social media, um it has helped a lot of businesses to grow even faster. So I can't say, you know, this is facts completely because I've ha- I've known people that started business on social media and they made a lot of money in their first year so but but aside from social media like a, re- a real legit business like that yeah, i can't even say legit i don't want to offend anyone but you guys know what i'm saying like you don't make money you you pretty much don't make money the first few years okay and that's what i'm saying and then they think they're, they're gonna live this this lavish life and it's not like you know, I I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I'm telling you, like I did everything the right way, like the right way. <laughs> like I didn't do, I didn't take no shortcuts. I didn't, I didn't take no shortcuts, and I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to say that I wasn't a part of a that. I, I'm not afraid to say I was that I was not a part of a like a clique, the popular group, the popular 
uh, you know, Instagram influence. Like, I literally, like, did this, like, on my own. Like, I kind of want to, like, toot my own horn. And I think I can do that. But I don't want to come off boastful because I'm really not. But I just really, really want you guys to understand that you don't have to idolize what you see on social media. You need to go on your own pace. It's not a race. And you will do very, very well. You have faith in your vision, your passion, and believe in your brand. That's it. Believe in your brand. Stay on top of your education. If you're an esthetician or whatever, stay on top of your education. You know, continue to learn new things, new technology, new ingredients, new products. Continue to evolve. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy, people, because, oh, don't get lazy. Don't think you're gonna, it's gonna be an overnight success. It takes time. It takes time. And like I said, there's no race. Okay. Um, I'll probably babble a little bit too much, but I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. And if I happen to miss some really good thing points that I didn't mention, um, I will talk about it in the next episode. And if you guys have any questions or anything that you want me to talk about, please let me know. Send me an email, DM me, um, make sure that you subscribe and I'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Have a wonderful day. Toodles.